With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so what's your uh, your final plea? If the Ivy League commissioner and, you know, board could hear one thing, you know, from you guys, you know, what, what would your plea be right here? I guess, like, it would be, like, we have dreams of playing professional baseball. And... Baseball is not a sport you could take two years off from. Um, so by doing what they're doing, they're crushing a lot of dreams. And, yeah, they're giving us the degree, but we came here expecting to play professional baseball afterwards. And so – and, I, I mean, it, it goes across all sports. And even guys who didn't, like, they're getting only half of their college experience right now. And that, that hurts. Give us, like, a chance. Give us a chance to do something about it. That's That would be my plea. Yeah, I think mine would just be the lack of effort, like, it's noticed by everybody. Like, I don't know if they think we're blind to that and we just don't see it, but it's very obvious that they didn't want to play sports. They didn't want to give us a chance. And if they want to be the, like, the smart conference, right, like, that's what we're supposed to pride ourselves on is, is how smart everybody is there. And you want to follow the science. Well, the science tells you that mass works, social distancing works, and being outside is better than being inside. So if you're going to follow the science and follow it all the way, and let us play and then let us have like our personal freedoms back. It's like, if we want to play, we can make that choice. If not, you can opt out and, and play another year later, later on when the virus is, is completely gone or we have vaccines. So I would say, let us make our own decision. Don't just crush people's, like we said, people's dreams or college experiences, and then give us no real reason as why you did it. So welcome back to College Kids Talking College Sports presented by D-Point Media. I am Andrew DeGeorge, and I'm here with just one co-host today, Nathaniel LaPointe. Nathaniel, let's start off. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm great. Uh, you know, it's good to be here. I'm excited for this. Yeah, I'm super excited because we have two very special guests, Justin Murray, Dartmouth Baseball Class of 22, and Ubaldo Lopez, Dartmouth Baseball Class of 21. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. We want to extend our apologies that your season is not being supported by the Ivy League. How are you guys feeling today? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're definitely disappointed, definitely angry. Um, obviously, all we want to do is play baseball. That's part of the reason we we went to Dartmouth in the first place was to play. Um, so after we canceled last year, we were the first ones. But uh, seeing everybody else cancel after us uh, made it a little easier that we weren't going to play. We weren't alone. Um, but this year, being being the only conference, I definitely think everyone's pretty angry overall. Yeah, man. I mean, aside from having my season banged, like I'm, I guess I'm doing okay. Um, but yeah, just like what what Murray said, like it's just a tough bid. Like we've worked really hard, and we basically just got really short end of the stick. It's tough being the only one. 
Yeah. yeah, so me and Nathaniel are also both college baseball players. I was able to play summer ball, no problem. Did did you guys get in the summer season? Yeah, I mean, I was uh, – so I live in Florida, so everything's kind of, like, wide open there. Yeah. And so that was nice. I was able to, like, play in a league. Um, got, like, 50 ABs, and it's just wild. Like, uh, we, we literally got through it all, no hiccups, like, not even a COVID scare or anything like that. And – yeah, man. I mean, we, I had fun in the summer, so it's the last, it's the last time I'm going to be playing baseball for a little bit, so it was good. <laughs> yeah, I was the same way. So I'm down in North Carolina, and we, we played the whole summer. Um, I pitched, hit, probably two and a half months worth, full summer season. We had, like, maybe one or two cases that were not related to baseball at all. It was from people going to the beach, and, and they didn't extend extend into the, the other teams or anything like that. So yeah, it was pretty easy. I want to ask you guys because, you know, it seems to be a common theme when I talk to people uh, that they're upset when people aren't finding a way to play. How upsetting is it for you that, you know, you watched big time college football this fall that went off, you know, you know, pretty, pretty well. If there was COVID for things that people got shut down, but, you know, there's ways to do it. College basketball has been the same way as uh, college football. If, if you have COVID cases, then you go into quarantine, you cancel some games, you move things around. But people found ways to make things happen and play play a season, play a schedule. How does it make you guys feel that the Ivy League has put in such minimal effort finding a way to play while all these other conferences around Division One are, are, are finding a way to play? Yeah, I mean, first off, like, it's, I'm hyped to see, like, my boys back home playing. I'm from Miami, so, like, a lot of, a lot of the guys I know are playing – and, like, I'm really happy for them that they're playing. But at the same time, you see it, like, all the Instagram posts, you see the games. You're like, damn, <laughs> I can't believe, like, this is happening. It it feels – it kind of feels like the Ivy League went out of their way to make sure we didn't have a season. Um, and I'm not talking about, like, the coaches and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, the coaches, they're 100% behind a season, obviously. Same with the players. Whoever made the decision up top, though, it felt like – they just kept delaying it. Not only did they cancel our season, but they did it one week before the season with no plan in place. So that's kind of what hurts the most. Yeah, I mean, I definitely watched watched some college baseball on TV, and it was basically like self-torture. Um, <laughs> like, I watched UVA play. Obviously, we played them last year. Um, all the North Carolina schools around me were playing. So, yeah, it was brutal. And like Ubi said, like, the coaches had our back. Like, they did everything they could. They were willing to – delay the season and just bus around in the Northeast. Like we're not even traveling across the country. Um, so it was definitely the people at the very top who, who clearly just don't really care if the Ivy league played or not. Um, like sports are just kind of an extra like thing for them to try to draw kids to the school. So canceling seemed like a very easy decision for them. I don't want to add, I don't want to add insult injury for you guys, but I, I play in New England. I play in the NE10, which is Division II conference. And we have teams, you know, Southern New Hampshire and same state as you guys in, in New Hampshire, um, St. Mike's in Vermont. And they just released a conference only schedule in the Northeast that, you know, that just came out. And that's a Division II that they canceled fall. They canceled winter because they couldn't have the testing capabilities to test everyone for indoor sports, which I understood. But they wanted to put everything into not having to cancel spring sports two years in a row. Now it's been two years in a row for you, Abaldo. You gra- you graduate this uh, you graduate this spring, so that means your junior and senior season were axed by COVID. And you know, I, last year I guess could be understandable. Everyone canceled, but this year you're a senior. You got to be upset by this and something that's re- you're really getting under. Your, you're really grinding your gears. Yeah, I mean, there's a little extra there, especially like it's weird knowing that I played my last baseball game at Dartmouth, and there was really like. The last game came at UVA and we had no idea. 
And it's just like that's a that's really the toughest part. Thankfully, like I'm planning on keep playing baseball and not at Dartmouth, so I probably will have a season next year. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it hurts, man. Like freshman sophomore year, as you guys know, it's like you're just grinding to get into a starting spot. And then once I got that starting spot, it was just like it's gone. And yeah, that's that's what makes it tough. But I mean, obviously, like they they didn't really care. They were just concerned with uh, kind of like protecting themselves. And like I get like COVID's like super serious and stuff, but at least give us like the chance. If we wanted to opt out of a season, that's what we felt like. That at least give us the option. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with what Ubi's saying at the end. Like we all go to Dartmouth, like we're all there at college. Like we understand that COVID's real. Like none of us are here like conspiracy theorists, like, oh, the virus is completely fake. But at the same time, we're smart enough to realize, like, the health risks that go along with it. And we can then make that decision if we want to take that risk to be able to play baseball. Because honestly, don't know the last time I went more than, like, probably three months without playing a baseball game, especially, like, spring and summer, like, in my entire life. So, yeah, two years in a row, like, I feel so bad for, for the seniors this year and last year, but especially this year because um, as you guys know like like Ubi said coming in freshman sophomore year, you don't necessarily get a ton of time and then junior senior year when you get to play like have a ton of fun usually have that starting role and they just didn't get any of that yeah. so I feel for them yes yeah, so now I'm wondering did you guys practice at all this winter like did you think there was going to be a season and they kind of sprung and they sprung it on you or was this kind of you knew for a month it really wasn't going to happen they and you were just waiting for a decision so me and Murray had like some different kind of ideals with this. Like he said from the fall, like, dude, we're not going to have a season. And I would tell him like, Hey man, but like, what if we do like vaccines coming out? And so I, I was operating under the reception, like maybe we'll have a season, but we got to campus and we started practicing and stuff. And then we kept hearing, Oh, decisions coming soon. Oh, decisions coming soon. And then it was a week before the season and they're like, Oh, decisions coming soon. And we're like, yeah, the fact that a decision is coming a week before a season is not good news. Um, it was way different from last year. Like, it just hit us out of nowhere. Like, we didn't even – we just woke up one day and it's like, oh, season's canceled. This time it was like you kind of thought about it. Like, in, a, in the in like the back of your mind you knew it was probably going to get banged. But, you, I mean, I always had that hope that maybe, maybe, who knows. Yeah, yeah, I had a sliver of hope. But like Ubi said, like, not to be a super pessimistic or anything, but I knew from the fall pretty much how the Ivy League was acting with their, like, back-to-sports plans – um, with fall and winter sports that we weren't going to play. So I haven't even, I haven't stepped foot on campus in over a year. I didn't go back in the fall. I didn't go back in the winter just because I knew what the school was doing in terms of like three week quarantine or something like that. And then a phase approach to opening, like how much time you could spend in the gym, uh, access to the facilities to hit on your own time was, was so limited that it was, wasn't worth going back for me and, and wasting all that time compared to being at home. Yeah, that's got to be really frustrating because, as you both said, you're from southern states, which the south has seemed to let people do stuff more. How frustrating is it for you guys to see that being at home compared to what they want, which is three-week quarantines? You can't – I mean, I'm at Ithaca College in New York. We can't eat in the dining hall with someone. How frustrating must that be for you guys? Yeah, I mean, like, I get it, um, but Dartmouth (laughs) – it's funny. uh, This week we we had a rise in COVID, but, like, Last week when our season got canned, we literally had one positive test, right? So whatever they were doing was working. 
in terms of like keeping COVID numbers down. But like the fact that we have one COVID test and we weren't even dude, we weren't even allowed to face live pitchers because we couldn't have a catcher next to the hitter. <laughs> <laughs> like that was absurd. We're like, dude, we have one case. We're wearing masks. Like we we there was like an absurdity to it. There's like a sign. one case on campus or one case on your team. One case in all of campus. Oh, so no one on your team tested positive. No, not not like at this at this point now. So That's and they were just like, yeah, you guys can't be too close. Even though we're doing conditioning, running right next to each other. But I guess it, again, it was like they were claiming to have science behind their backs, but they weren't like. Their policies sometimes made no sense. And that's something I kind of wanted to bring up to you guys because the Ivy League has managed to, and I don't want to out the Ivy League for anything because a lot of other schools have done this, but the Ivy League schools in general who have, you know, as everyone knows, some of the biggest endowments of universities across the country, they've the Ivy League has used this time of COVID to axe programs like Brown tried to cut their track and field team. Dartmouth tried to cut their golf team. Like they've used this as a time to really cut down on their athletic programs. And have you guys like felt they a regression in like sports focus? You guys, I mean, you're a division one conference that doesn't seem to care about sports whatsoever. And there's been a lot of problems in the Ivy league on and off the field during COVID. Yeah. Um, when it comes to like that endowment thing, the way I've had it explained to me, it's like kind of, they can't just pull it out whenever they want. So in money money terms like i don't really know how that any of that works that's like above my pay grade but for a d1 for a d1 program it's starting to feel less and less like a d1 program um for sure i was yeah i was speaking to like the guys i live with and i'm like dude <laughs> this shit should be d3 so <laughs> it's just like ridiculous I mean, it's it's giving nezcag vibes at this point it's giving the middlebury the the boat in the baits of the world where academics come first and you know sports if you want to play like it's like high school if you want to play like great you'll play during the season maybe yeah yeah I, i'm not sure entirely about nezcag but i'm pretty sure that they still haven't made any decision about their season so like, i think they're moving forward with playing like a conference only or something like that um so yeah they always they're always called like the little ivy yet they're trying to play more than the ivy league is so like i always i always joke around like if the ivy league could cancel sports in the next five years entirely and have no backlash they'd do it immediately (laughs) another thing like there's like a misconception out here that like we get scholarships to play um the ivy league like doesn't (laughs) give us any money like we're literally paying thousands of dollars to go obviously to go to school right but like Part of that money is kind of going to like, hey, I kind of want to reach my dream in baseball. Yeah. And so it feels, I mean, it feels like of those 70K that we some people pay, it's like, yo, can I get some of that back? Because I wasn't getting what I promised. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So when you heard the decision, did you think that it was kind of going to be like last year where a bunch of other conferences would go? And then, I mean, I know it doesn't feel good, but it would have felt like at least made a little bit of sense. Or were you like, we're going to be the only cancel and you knew it from the beginning i think i I know for a fact that we're gonna be the only ones to cancel unless something drastic happens with like another school or set of schools where like the whole team gets covid at once or like they're like severely hospitalized like they can't control it or something like that but at this point i think every other university has shown even from the fall that they're ready to get back to semi-normal life as a college student and, and give those kids like we said like when they were promised to have sports when they committed there, decided to go there, whatever it was, that they're going to be able to have that opportunity. Yeah. I think we're in a different stage. Like last 
last time the Ivy League canceled it, like no one really knew what COVID was. And obviously we still don't know everything, but at this point they have, people have a better understanding. And like, I think we saw it worked in the fall and in the winter and in professional sports. Like, I think it's pretty doable. So, so now that now that you're graduating, you know, you still want to play. You know, what is that like to you you thought you were gonna have four years at Dartmouth, you graduate from Dartmouth, and that was gonna be your baseball career. Now you have to reopen your recruiting process and find a place to transfer to. You know, what has that been like for you? Because that's probably something you probably didn't think about for a while. Yeah, man. I mean, low key, like I try to put like positive stuff, like just spin everything positive. The first yeah. COVID time, I had a torn ACL, right? So I was kind of playing I <laughs> I remember like one of my first games back, I hit a double down the left field line and I couldn't run. I was going so slow that they almost threw me out from the left field line. And like, it was in the wall and it was terrible. So like I used that first stage to like recover. And now this, the way I'm seeing at it is like, yeah, I mean, I love Dartmouth and all, but I'm going to try to get to like a school where there's like constantly scouts at the games and we play big time competition. And it helps that I had one good year. So it's kind of fun because you could like you just hit up schools and they're like, hey, you can kind of hit D one. Yeah. Um, it's different. It's a much easier uh, recruiting process. I got to imagine the second yeah, time around. Yeah, they're like, yeah, I see you swing. Like you played us the other day, the other game, and you hit a home run. So yeah, we definitely want you. So it's it's not as bad as the first time around, but still, it's weird. I mean, all the pandemic, I was just emailing schools like, hey, yo, enter the transfer portal, like, and that's like that's a whole nother process in itself. Yeah. Justin, have you, you know, you have two years back. I know you're, you're class of 2022, I believe, right? So you're going to be a senior yeah. next year. Have you, have you thought about maybe, you know, taking the, those two years that you lost and, you know, doing it somewhere with a grad program after you graduate or, you know, leaving before you graduate? Have you, have you thought, thought about that at all? Yeah, I mean, I think like immediately after it got canceled, like just the anger in me, I was so pissed. I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm open to whatever, but I'm definitely like, full thoughts of like entering the transfer pullers never really crossed my mind or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely going to do my, my senior year at Dartmouth. Uh, I looked into potentially like delaying my graduation to stay there an extra year and play. But, and then after they canceled, uh, I basically pulled out of that. Cause I was like, I'm not going to give the Ivy league another like season of my services when they do nothing for me. Um, so yeah, I think if we get actually the one year back, I guess we have to probably like petition or something for, to get this path, uh, this current year back. So two extra years would definitely be masters and something and, and try to go somewhere that plays 60 plus games a year. Yeah. Nate, to be honest, like we don't even know if we're going to get two years back at this point. Yeah, um, that's true. The Ivy league said they'll give us an Ivy uh, waiver, but like that doesn't work with the NCAA. So yeah. I don't know how that's going to work out. We'll see. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, hopefully we get one, some, the some the two effort. worst people to have to deal with right now, the Ivy League <laughs> and the NCAA all in one. Like, that, that's going to suck. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's, suck. it's based on, like, you getting into, like, your your own school's grad, like, program. Or, like, for us, it'd be, like, Tuck Business School or something like that. Yeah. And I don't know what the acceptance rate is for that school. But given it's, like, one of the best business schools in the country, I'm assuming it's very, very low. And they're basically just, like, here, good luck. And I know, like from a buddy at Yale, the the application deadline to apply had already passed. So they can't even apply to get into the school for next year. And so it's just kind of like, I don't know what kind of effort that was on their part, but it's very minimal. And again, as you mentioned, you aren't getting on scholarship. You're, you have to pay a, to the most expensive universities in the country. So that requires, if you were to get accepted, if you were to do another year, it's another 70,000. And I know for a lot of 
a lot of kids, that's just not feasible. Also, adding on to Andrew's point, do they – just playing in the Ivy League, do they almost act like it's a privilege to be there? Is it like that? Like, do they, like, have that whole thing where it's like, you know, you're just lucky to be here. Like, you should just enjoy the fact that you're here instead of, like, you you made it. You're a Division One athlete. You know, you, you earned it. You know, is, is it kind of like that? Do they have that mentality? Um, it kind of, like, depends on who you're talking to. Like, there's people um, – I don't know about the administration because I don't have a lot of talks with them. I try not to. But, like, the kids around campus, I, like, I'll tell them, like, yeah, I'm not as smart as you, but I'm also a D1 athlete. And it's, like – and they, they like, they respect it because it's a grind in itself. Like, obviously, we're not Ole Miss or anything like that. Like, we're not that. But, I mean, it takes it takes a grind to get here. And, I mean, people respect it for sure. It just depends what kind of group you're in, you know? Yeah, there's definitely variance. Like, some people will say, like, oh, I respect, like, you dedicated, like, all your time to baseball or whatever sport people are there playing, like they know how much time that takes. It's like, if we didn't have that, like we dedicated our entire time to like school or playing an instrument or something else, like we could probably be just as successful, but we just chose a different path. Um, But there's definitely some people who I would say resent athletes on campus as like taking spots from someone who's more qualified. Yeah, I've definitely heard plenty of that. Even people I know that go to NESCAC schools, uh, they're told, oh, you're only here because you play baseball, lacrosse, whatever, which I don't think that's fair because I'm D3 and it's a little bit of a grind, but D1 is insane amount of time commitment plus the schoolwork of the Ivy League. So I never think that's fair to say. Yeah, I always think like if I could use all the time that we spend playing baseball, which is who knows how many hours a day between like practice, lift, uh, like having to go back and forth to the locker room, then go eat as a team all that like if we could dedicate that to school like yeah our our grades would probably all be a lot better i don't know man i'm not that smart (laughs) (laughs) hey the degree you don't have to put the gpa when you just need to put the degree that's it darkest college is all that matters they always just need that piece of paper unless you're above a 3-0 you don't put it on there anyway it's totally fine (laughs) totally fine when you're at school like that you just need the degree you're all good um so you guys had mentioned you'll have to petition to get another year back, and that was kind of my next question. Last year after they canceled the season, we saw the Let the Kids Play movement, a lot of tr- traction in that. Is there any sort of movement going on but either by players, fans, the schools itself to try to get this reversed? Or- and do you want to start one? Because we are famous for pissing off the Ivy League to the point of bringing things back. Ask Brown University. We got their men's track and field team back. They kind of hate us, but it works. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm for it, man. I don't know. I don't know of any, like, I'm sure, like, I mean, people have expressed their, like, opinions on Twitter. People have, like, written to the presidents and stuff. But we've we've kind of learned throughout this process, like, presidents are set on their ways. Um, they're, it's, I mean, I guess they kind of care what we think. But in reality, like, it, it feels like we're dealing with a bunch of stubborn people. But, hey, man, like, we want to play. If, if we could do, we would literally do anything if we could get any type of, like, normal season i'm not talking like 10 games or anything like that i'm talking like close to normal yeah i mean there's new england England schools starting in the end at the end of march and playing 24 game seasons conference only so i wouldn't say you're out of time yet you got an entire month so i don't know yeah Yeah, i would be i'd be so surprised if if they came out and said we were reversing decision like i think i probably wouldn't believe it at first like (laughs) something was wrong someone's playing a prank on me but i mean like i've always said like obviously i'm home and when, like, our coaches called me, they're obviously like, yeah, you're still planning on coming back in the spring and stuff uh, before it obviously got canceled. And I was like, yeah, as soon as they tell us we can play, like, 
I'll pack up the car and drive up there and be there the next day. So it's definitely not the fault of the players doing everything we, we can, like physically can to play. And then the coaches are obviously the same way. Are you guys both? Hey, Justin, are you on campus right now? Or are you at home? I'm at home. I haven't been on campus since, since we got kicked off last spring. I'm actually living where Murray's supposed to live actually right now. He, he wasn't coming, so I'm like, yeah, I'll take that house. <laughs> so, 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 Waldo, you're on campus. Yeah, I'm on campus. Justin, you're not. Yeah, How, correct. What was the, uh, you know, what was that like to decide to, to, to stay home for an entire, I've done that, you know, and it's, I've been home for an entire year and uh, it's interesting, but I'm in a place that's a lot tighter than North Carolina. So, I mean, what's yeah. that like for you? uh i mean when i first got home this spring it was it was kind of like you were in the south like we were pretty much open i could kind of do what we wanted to down here um restrictions definitely tightened up i would say like late summer um but like i definitely had more freedom than people who are in the northeast had and ubi's probably had even more freedom than i have being being in florida um and so i i got some pretty good access to facilities just through like connections of people i know here um, where I can go in in the morning, like I've never had to stop lifting or anything like that. Uh, I was down. So uh, it hasn't been awful, but living at home as a college kid is definitely not like my ideal situation of where I want to be in. Like I'd much rather, rather be at school with my friends. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, Hey, in the fall, they didn't let any upperclassmen um, get on campus. So we were all at home in the fall and it was like, that was the first sign where we're like, okay, something's weird. That's yeah, that, that's a good point, Ubi, is because even before they canceled the season, I'm technically like my class of, of juniors isn't even allowed to be on campus anyway. And they said, if you're not on campus, you can't play. So if that decision and they came out and said they wouldn't reverse that decision, too. And so I, like at that point, it was like, so you weren't going to be allowed to play no matter what, because you weren't even allowed to live on campus. Yeah, we would have had to like the coaches and athletic director would have had to like fight to be able to either allow us to get on campus or allow kids who live like where I would would have been with Ubi three steps from our our field to play that's that's just real so So you saw the writing on the wall it it was like there's no yeah yeah no I knew for a while yeah Yeah. that's wild you you mentioned that they had one case before the season got canceled I I know you're technically not supposed to talk about this stuff or admit to it but would you think that once seasons got canceled for spring sports athletes, then people were more inclined to be around other people doing what college students do. Because to me, that's what I thought would happen. I just think it's smarter to have sports because it gives people an initiative to do the to stay in. Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. This weekend, right now we're at 35 cases. We went from one to 35 <laughs> in one weekend. I'm not saying it had to do anything with anything. I'm not blaming anyone. But I'm just seeing numbers, you know. I'm, I'm just – it's out there. It's just – it may be a coincidence, but I don't know. Dartmouth education's teaching them that yeah. you know, there might be something there. Yeah, There's maybe. definitely some correlation to them canceling the season and then a rise in cases. Yeah. What the funny part is, it's not even the athletes that got sick. It's a bunch <laughs> of people on campus, like fraternities <laughs> and stuff. But, I, again, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so fraternities are open and you guys can't play baseball? They're like um, – like They're open. Yeah, people are allowed to live there. That's where people live. Yeah, that's where people yeah, there's live. people living there. There's some places that have a blind eye, other places that don't. And I mean, whatever. Like, <laughs> I I don't know what to say about it. It's just like, yeah, that's that's it. That's that's the situation here. 
Guys, again, well thank said, you. Boys. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on, telling your story to the people. They don't get to hear this stuff, and uh, we really hope that this I – I know it's a long shot. We hope you guys get a season in. And if you don't, we hope next year everything goes smooth for you guys. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for giving us Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks. we'll attribute it to you if we do get a season. Yeah, word. <laughs> we'll take the credit there. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at College Talking for real-time updates as well as sneak previews of the podcast. We'll see you next week. Keep it cool.